Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. So, a little timestamp there. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch Wedding Special 2. The wedding, the first wedding special was such a smash hit that we've got a second one now. And it's the big one. The biggest wedding of all time. No, not mine at the weekend. The biggest fictional wedding of all time. No, not mine at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it, is the, it is the wedding of Scott Robinson to Charlene Mitchell. Kylie and Jason. Uh, we watched this episode on Daily Motion and the channel Neighbours UK Fans Forever. Thank you, as always, for uploading all these these videos. Uh, before we start, obviously, you can follow us on the social media. Uh, we've got media. <laughs> <laughs> on the social media? Of media. That was like media and meta. You're a shill. I am a shill. Uh, well, I'm not on No, maybe it's not on Facebook, but we are on Instagram. Begrudgingly on Instagram. You're on Facebook, though, aren't you? I am on Facebook. I do have a Facebook. Well, that's worse. You, as a as an individual, have, have decided I'm going to be on Facebook. You like like the shit they're selling us. You've gone on and got involved. Yeah, that would be an end request, though, really, because otherwise it just looks like she's married to no one. Well, well you know <laughs> she is. You you're there. Is she though? Because it was fictional. So I don't know what this. I don't know what the status is at this point. It's very confusing. I signed the contract. There wasn't a registrar there. It was a Viking conducting the ceremony. I wanted to ask this, Tim. I'm glad you've asked the question because I didn't want to bring it up in case it was like frowned upon. But you've done it. So the Viking <laughs> did the wedding. We spoke about this before. I would like to go on record now as saying I thought it was fucking brilliant. I shook his hand and told him as much after the ceremony. I thought I was expecting <laughs> it to be a fucking car crash. He was good. <laughs> I don't know if any of it's legally binding, though. <laughs> so what's what's the deal with that? Tim's internet's gone. He cannot believe it. <laughs> Uh, well, we are already legally bound. I heard you. Uh, okay. So, so this was a ceremony to for sure. celebrate the ceremony we didn't have with the civil party. So you're, it's it's legal, though. Where did you do this? Because Did you just send off for this? Because I'm always worried about when you think things are... <laughs> legal. Legal, <laughs> allowed. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, they're questionable. So what have you done this time? It is definitely legal. Paperwork has been signed, verified. It is definitely legal. By whom? I could send you I a piece of... I could type you up something on Word, no bother, and just... <laughs> And you know, get it sent to you, but it'd be bullshit. No, by the Australian and the UK government. It's okay. all above board. Uh, we are legally each other's problem. Uh, officially, mean, which I intend to, which I intend to be. It's a problem. Having like I mentioned it before, I think I mentioned it last week when I was giving you loads of shit about the wedding and everything. Um, I said, like, you come up with crazy shit and she says, yes, yeah, so what's it? You know, she's the problem. Having spent a little bit more time with her on the wedding day, um, good luck to you both. B 
because like it seems, it seems <laughs> like not no one else would take either of you it seems like when you say like you find the, the right one for you it sounds like you two have and i think that is a wonderful thing um you're both a little bit i don't know what's the word tim i don't know i know what you mean though solid match yeah solid, solid. Match. Made for each other, deserve each other, welcome to each other. <laughs> All of them, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, United have scored. Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. And I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Keep that in right up until, oh, yeah, I'd have scored because that rarely happens. It's nice to have that noted. <laughs> Down in the history books. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, so yes, Scott and Charlene, the big wedding. You haven't introduced me or Tim. Um, oh, yeah, I haven't done that either. This. You don't do that anymore, I don't think. Or finish oh. the podcast off. Um, <laughs> so it's just, yeah. Well, today I do have with me Adam. All right. And we have Tim as well. Yo, yo. Adam, you've watched the episode, right? Yeah. Tim, have you watched the episode? You know I haven't. Uh, do, you want to, do you want to take a guess at when this episode first aired in Australia? Last night. Last night. Uh, no, it was the 1st of July, 1987. 87, shit. 87, yeah. And it didn't air in the UK until the 8th of November in 1988. It was well over a year and a bit behind. I was probably just doing the add-ins and the summons, about to be conceived, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> what, I was burnt an idea. What, in Australian time or in UK time? Do you think Both. the idea Both. for you, Tim, came during this, like, because of this wedding then? Because it's a romantic Why moment. Not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Do you think you were conceived to the sounds of Suddenly by Angry Anderson? It's a fuck- Is that who sings it? It's a good song, that, you know, as, it's like, an 80s... Anger. 80s power ballad, it's good. Yeah, he's a bit of a one-hit wonder, though, unfortunately. He didn't have any decent other hits. Which is a shame, really, because, you know, he, he could, I think he could have been as big as Bon Jovi on, on the strength of that one song. But, you know. Uh, yeah, so a full year and a bit later, it aired. Do you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you with something weird that I saw the other day, right? So, this is modern day. This is current day Neighbours. From next year, the UK is going to overtake Australia in showing the episodes. So the UK will show them first rather than in Australia. Why? I don't know. It's a bit fucking mental. Apparently, Australia in Australia, it's only shown four days a week now, whereas in England, we show it five. So we just get through it quicker. Yeah. So we're going to overtake them. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, weirdly, that kind of makes some sense. Is it? But, mm, surely they're just going to run out. 
Yeah, at some point, yeah, they are just going to run out. Sorry, what was that, Adam? These neighbours big over there still? Do people still watch it? Yeah, I think it's got a bigger audience over here, but I still think there's a sizable enough audience over there as well. To... Do people still watch it here as well, now you've said that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's still going, so there must be enough people to be watching. I suppose. I don't know anyone who does, though. Like, I know people who watch soaps. I don't know anyone who watches Neighbours. Mm. Ask ask some of your mates. They're all psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> you you realise that includes you two as well, right? Yeah. Adam's like, well, not really main, to be honest. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, yeah, there we go. A little bit of facts for you to start the podcast. Um, Fun thing. So this is episode 523 of Neighbours. So it's taken 523 episodes to get to some iconic moments. I think this is the first real iconic Neighbours moment. Maybe at 523, we'll have an iconic podcast. What do you think? I feel like we've already had a couple. Yeah, We might have peaked. We might have peaked. When do you think we peaked, Tim? I think, I mean, the episode when like, when you were first wore the waistcoat. <laughs> that will always be your favourite, won't it? <laughs> it can't not be. It's a good episode. <laughs> that will always be your favourite episode, Tim, won't it? Yeah, I think so. But you never know. I could, I could find another waistcoat at any point. It'll like be something color. else. I, at some point, again, just you being you, you'll you'll wear something and you'll sit there like this is normal, and you'll set Adam off, and you know you know what he's like. <laughs> oh, don't make it sound like I'm the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, you can only blame yourself if you set him off. Because you... <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be something he wears either. He could say something. It could be That's... one of his opinions. Maybe my friends. Anything set <laughs> me off. He is an. He's the gift that keeps on giving. That's the beauty of your life. You just don't know what's going to come next. I might say or do something just ridiculous in these next 30, 40 minutes. Am I <laughs> <laughs> well, the episode done. was only 23 minutes. It was. It was a very short one. And as I think we've mentioned before, nothing really happened apart from the wedding. Uh, but we'll start going through it now. Uh, so we get the intro, which is the old school, the very first Neighbours intro. That was good to see. With a little piano. And uh, it's, almost, it's kind of got almost got that like EastEnders background on it, like where it's over like a map. Uh, and they're playing some cricket. I think the Robertsons are playing some cricket. And then there's like a couple of other people doing like comedy hijinks. Uh, like someone's getting soaked with like a water sprinkler. Uh, I think there's a dog running around at some point. He's going, ah, mental on my dog. Uh, <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. That dog's dead now. Dog's dead now. More soap should have dogs that talk. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch Woof? Yeah. What's Woof? Did, wasn't that a boy that turned into a dog? Yeah. Yeah. Not so. Not quite a talking dog, but. Yeah, he wasn't a talking dog, but he used to like get into like mischief and scrapes and stuff. And it was a little. It was a boy, 
little boy that could turn into like a, a nice little scrappy dog, just in a regular neighbourhood. Didn't Not he? Willingly. It was a bit werewolfy, though, wasn't it? Because he yeah. didn't. He didn't intend for it to happen. No, uh, and, I and I don't think I ever saw the first one or the last one, so I don't know how that <laughs> got resolved. I don't know if he got bitten by something. I don't know if he got shot at the end. And not a clue. But it no. was on CITV, like, once a week. All right, I'm going to find out about that. I'm surprised you didn't watch that. that was Let's do a right? Wolf rewatch. Wolf rewatch. <laughs> 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 I'd be all right with that. I'd be all right with that, too. Wolf rewatch as well. Oh, so. God. Sounds great on its own as it is. Uh, it's pretty dodgy actually because he'd keep changing back into his human form and he'd just be naked in public in different places. And a lot of the time, that was the point of the episode. He's like, oh no, I'm naked <laughs> in public. Got to find some clothes. Got to figure out my way home while I've got my balls out. And he was 10. So yeah, weird. Dodgy. Did this lad just not want to just get naked and oh, I turned into a dog? It's not my fault. <laughs> It's probably like the writers of that show. That's them in real life. Yeah, you got to look at the writers again, aren't you? There. Yeah, definitely. He's got no top on, and he's he's just he's just um, toweling himself off. What? He's just licking his balls. No. He's ten. Oh yeah. So we go. So we cut to the first part of the episode, and uh, it's Paul Robinson, and he's waking up a little bit dishevelled. I think he might have had a few brews the last brewskis the night before. And there's a lady called Hillary Robinson, uh, who's a bit of a bossy bitch, if I'm honest. Uh, she's the token kind of Lilith from Fraser or something, I think. She's just uh, like, she's very prim, she's very proper, and she gives Paul a load of shit straight away. Paul's got a very nice dressing gown on and yellow, like, silk pyjamas. I thought of you as soon as I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was I was pretty jealous of that dressing gown, to be honest. But she's knocking on the wrong door. She's knocking on what she thinks is Paul and Gail's bedroom, and Paul's in the other room, and he starts giving her some sort of cock and bull story about how they've, they've ruined the bedsheets or something, so they slept in the other room. And then Gail, Gail comes out of the other bedroom, and she's like, what's this? You're just newly married. Why are you not, like... Smashing it every night. <laughs> I think I think that's what she said. Basically, I think she made that sound effect as well. No, I think she did the finger in there. Oh, <laughs> she did that thing. Uh, and they're like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, I think they end up blagging and saying, oh, they had we had a row, so we ended up sleeping in separate bedrooms. Uh, and it took me a while to figure. I, I had to go and dig and to figure out why they were pretend like why they're married but not sleeping in the same bedroom together. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because it's a sham wedding. Oh. Go <laughs> they, on. They had a sham wedding just weeks earlier, like 10 episodes before this one. They had a sham wedding because to please a Japanese businessman. <laughs> <laughs> because this Japanese businessman wanted to in invest in the Robinson family business. But he, he very much hinted that he would rather invest in someone who was married and settled down rather than like a young bachelor. I bet we should go back and watch that episode, but not speak about it publicly, because I bet that Japanese person was the most racist rendition of a Japanese person that's ever been on TV. This was the mid 80s. They wanted a, a so-called traditional Japanese businessman. I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> 
Even I'm not going to go that low. I said it was horrible. Yeah, I can't imagine that was pretty at all. I might do a bit of research. Well, after after we research Wolf, I might research that as well. Uh, But yeah, so it's a sham wedding. And then that kicks off a whole kind of will they, won't they kind of thing because they slowly start falling in love each other, even though they're already married. Is that how you and Peyton actually ended up together? (laughs) You've had so many weddings and gatherings. With neighbours... So you're saying the Japanese guys probably like, it's probably quite a stereotypical racist kind of thing. You ever seen a black person on Neighbours? That is a very good point. Just came into my head then. Is there anyone? There must, I imagine there is nowadays, but I can't imagine there was anybody prior to about two. I can't remember a famous, I can't remember a character in Neighbours who's black. I can't even remember like a, a side character or someone who's just a one week wonder or anything. Yeah, that's very true. You know, you know a lot about Australia, obviously. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's an, are there any black people in Australia? There are, yes. There are. You can confirm. Yeah, I can confirm, yeah. Okay. There are only like twenty, what, twenty five million people total in the whole country, though, which is less. Like, it's what a bit more than a third of what's in this country. And it was only in the last year or so, and this this is worrying actually from a racist perspective. They had an aboriginal. I'm going to use the wrong word. Is they had an Aboriginal person in the in the cast for the first time. Yeah, and it was controversial. Oh really? Yeah, and then that person ended up quitting because of backstage racism. Is that how that all started? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Why are we doing this podcast? (laughs) Madness, isn't it? Outrageous. It's a good job we give them enough shit back. It is, isn't it? I can't imagine there was any of these problems in Wolf. I imagine Wolf was bang on, you know. So, neighbours, the problem is clearly racism. Wolf, it's going to be paedophiles, isn't it? Let's be honest. We've already kind of <laughs> dipped in there a little bit. Or bestiality, one of the two. Well... Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, probably. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so, and then it cuts to the Robinson's house. The Robinson's house is chaos. Uh, Hillary's being a fucking busybody over there. Everyone's like running in, rushing out, going, oh, where's my tie? Oh, where's this? Oh, where's my shoes? Oh, why are you not ready yet? It's all just typical wedding chaos. Okay. Typical wedding chaos. <laughs> was there any typical wedding chaos? Like we when when we saw you on the day, um, pretty sorted. Although you had told us in the morning you had shit to do, and then when I saw you the first time, you said I fucking left something in the car, and you were running off to the car. I am wondering. But then we found out later there had been a bit of wedding chaos surrounding the dress mm. and the ring. Um, what other wedding chaos can you let us in on let's look behind the curtain what wedding chaos was there at your wedding wedding chaos Uh, there's probably about five if I'm honest (laughs) Uh, hit us with the five pieces of wedding chaos from in your mind that happened on the day not in mine and Tim's because they might be quite different what were the five bits of chaos that you think there was at the wedding uh First bit of chaos, I wasn't particularly happy with my trouser legs. Go on. That's brilliant straight away. 
that they were just a bit too flary. I don't like my trouser legs being too like flary. I like them being a bit more like skinny fit kind of things. You bought these trousers yourself, right? I did, but you I didn't tried them on before you bought them, right? No, no, I tried them on in next, but then they didn't quite have my size. They didn't have the size, so I had to, so I tried on the closest size to me. And then thought, oh, those are a bit flary. But if I get the the, the lower down size, they'll be all right. Uh, no, that no, 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 no. That's not how think our trousers work. If they are a style of trouser, i.e., flares, it doesn't matter if you get a smaller pair; they will still be flares. Well, yeah. Well, that was you know that was my bad. I you know I admit that one. Okay, okay, good. I'm glad you're admitting things. Uh, yeah, I was on board. His worth didn't notice. No, yeah, I didn't. It's, I just didn't a personal, it's just a personal preference, but I kind of felt it because I don't like to wear long socks either. I like to wear like ankle socks because I get quite. Fuck off! <laughs> so if you you were wear so when you <laughs> you were wearing a suit and you wear like smart clothes quite a lot of the time, obviously. Look yeah. at the state of you now. You look. You know what you look like right now. <laughs> you look like you are about to meet um, your girlfriend's parents for the first time. <laughs> you look like that kind of guy. You look like someone who would like to meet their dad and, and discuss stocks with them at the moment. Like you want to make a really good first impression. Start talking about Bitcoin. Stuff like that. Crypto. <laughs> you like Richard Alpert from Lost Minus the Mascara. That's a good one. That's a good one. He doesn't wear mascara, you know. I've met him. No, I Not know, mascara. but he does wear a blue shirt all the fucking time. He does. Yeah, fucking every TV. Shirt. Have you seen um, what's the film with Ryan Reynolds on Disney Plus? Yes. Free guy. That's what you look like. Free guy. <laughs> yeah, I watched that last night actually. Uh, Good shit. Yeah, it was. It was pretty fun. I watched the Red Tick Tick Boom's Oscar. fucking amazing. Oscars yeah. will be won. I think Peyton and Jess are watching that as we speak. Fucking uh, good. Because Jess really likes Andrew Garfield, so. Uh, says, oh, by the way, let me get your thoughts on this. Jess says Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. She's 13 and stupid. That? Well done. <laughs> and she picks and she picks chicken burgers for a tea. Is that what we're going off? Have <laughs> yeah, we got chicken burgers? I heard an interesting breakdown, which I'm undecided on, but here we go. Toby Maguire was the best Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man, too cool to be Parker. Tom Holland, kind of a bit of both, and therefore sort of works best. Thank you for that breakdown, Tim. Personally, I I, I prefer, I, I really like the first three films. And so I'm a little bit, I'm excited to see Toby back. I think Toby Maguire's the best it, one. Really. He just had, he just... Had a shit film at the end of it. To yeah, be honest with me. Yeah. The yeah. film was shit. That wasn't him. Who was well? He was bad in it because he had to do shit stuff in a shit yeah. film. I think he was still good in the first one, and he was all right in the second one. Yeah. Doesn't matter now though, because if they're all if all three of them are in the the next film, then it doesn't matter. It's not a none of it ultimately it? matters, does it? Nah, that's bullshit. That yeah, should be good fun though. Which of the three of us do you reckon would make the best Spider Man? Me. No, Tim, <laughs> just like that. Tim, <laughs> definitely. No question. Oh, so, right, so superhero-wise, I'm good, right, I think Tim would make a good Spider-Man. 
he's, yeah, he's got that nerdy kind of. I think <laughs> I'm going to do you last. I I think I could. It's not. I think maybe I could do Batman pretty well. I was, yeah, I, was, I bet you're going to say that. Yeah, I think I, I like, would. Yeah, you're well, the only one wearing black right now. I am wearing black. I am quite miserable and dark quite a lot of the time. <laughs> I reckon I could probably do it. You've got a you strong a pangolin well. once. I've got a pretty all right chain. You've got a strong chain. Um, oh, right, tricky one. You know what? And I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Captain America for you because I think wow. you are, a, and it's to do with what you're wearing again now. But you are a clean cut, wholesome American boy. I think you could pull <laughs> off Captain America. I do. There you go. Do you not think? Do you not think Ant Man? <laughs> Maybe Ant Man. I just feel like there's a Paul Rudd silliness to him, which I reckon works quite well. Yeah, no, I'd be all right with that. No, I'll take Ant-Man. Ant-Man's cool. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, thank you very Maybe much. Maybe Ms. Marvel. Miss <laughs> Marvel. Marvel. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot where we were up to. You were telling us top five things so far. You've only got flared trousers. And for some reason, <laughs> you don't like like wearing long socks, you fucking weirdo. So <laughs> that's where we were going. Oh, yeah. That was suit. So the other day, again, I didn't notice. Did you have like trainer socks on? Yeah, all the showing time. your ankles yeah. wearing... What the fuck? Why? Because I don't like wearing... Because if I wear long socks, like... It, you don't have to wear long skin. socks with yeah, fucking like suspenders on them. You just wear like socks, regular socks. No, even then, they irritate my skin, like around like the ankle. You fucking bro. irritate my skin. I tell you what, <laughs> this is ridiculous. What's your second one? What was the second chaotic piece of bullshit? Um, oh, buttercream. This was it, buttercream. I couldn't, because oh, yeah. we meant to be making little cupcakes for everyone to take away as a little thank you. Um, just as a cute little gift. And yeah, I was trying to make some buttercream and it just it just wasn't very creamy or buttery. What was it then? It was just sloppy. Yeah. So that was that was that was the second disaster. Uh right. number three. Number three. Uh, I did forget some stuff from the car boot and had to go back to the car boot. To what did you get forget from the boot? Uh what did I forget? Oh, the, the certificate to sign and important. Uh, yeah, and something else. Something else that was definitely needed for the wedding as well. Uh and then fourth, yeah, I lost the wings. Um, the wings? He lost the wings. <laughs> You're not a Japanese businessman, Adam. Well, why didn't say it? Because then it, <laughs> you made it racist. I just did a funny voice. You did that. All on you. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, no, I lost Peyton's ring because I got it out of the box because I I brought them with me and I was given to Seth, who was the ring bearer. And as I excitedly took them out of the box, Peyton's ring, which is a lot thinner and daintier than mine because she's a lady, uh, it went flying across the room. And then we all had to do that thing where you kind of go, oh, fuck, right. Nobody move. Where the fuck is it? And like all scanning the floor for it. And... Uh, it was near. It ended up near Jessica, who could not see it for the fucking life of her. Uh, so that was number four, and then number five was the fact that 
four hours before the wedding, Peyton didn't have a dress. Um, I didn't realise it was that, cl so, that <laughs> close to the, the it actual... Was very it was so what did she have to do then? Uh, she got... So her chief bridesmaid, anyway, uh, her auntie has best friend owns a bridal shop. So they went and got it sorted that morning because... She was convinced she, was, she she wanted to make her own dress. Started on the Tuesday before the wedding. Mental. Uh, yeah, mental. Uh, in hindsight, it looks mental now. I, at the time, I was like, yeah, it should be all right. Yeah, we all said it was fucking mental. Listen back. <laughs> uh, and then after not sleeping the entirety of Thursday night, staying up till, you know, just staying up completely. I think I stayed up with her on the Thursday night, so about 4 a.m. And then I was like, oh, I, I can't stay up any longer. I'm going what to were you doing? Well, so what, why was, I don't even know why you stayed up there. I just, imagine you were more of a hindrance. Just for company, really. And just, you know, fucking hell, she wants to get on making a dress. She don't want you yammering on in her fucking ear. <laughs> Give the girl a break. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she didn't sleep. And then at about midday on the Friday, the day before, she was like, I'm not going to get this done in time. Uh, and we needed to go to work. So, yeah. Uh, that was probably, yeah, that was the top one. Uh, but it's all turned out in the end because it was a good dress that she had. Worked well. They went and got it hemmed. You know what, though? I, like, no, no disrespect to either of you. If, you're, if either of you are capable of that kind of nonsense... And of coming up with an idea like, let's have a Viking do the ceremony. How the fuck did it end up so good? Because <laughs> it was so, it seemed so organised. It was cute. It was romantic when it needed to be. funny. How did that happen? Well, we planned the other stuff. It was just some, we'd overseen. There was a couple of oversights. Uh you needed to recruit us because we told you the dress wouldn't work weeks before. Well, I I had plenty of faith in her. Uh, misplaced, as we found out. <laughs> we'll see how that works in the future. Yeah, like you just left it too late. Like I love the positive positivity and you know never say die and all that kind of stuff. But when it gets to like maybe. Starting it on the Tuesdays, Tuesdays fucking mental. I would have probably said if it's not done by that Tuesday, probably want to start looking for a dress. <laughs> I wouldn't start it on the fucking Tuesday. That is psychotic. Yeah. Well, it all worked out. Like I said, it all worked out. It did. You're right. Life has a funny way of working out sometimes. It did. You got lucky, but you definitely deserved the luck. I think. Oh, that's very nice of you, Adam. Thank you. And now that we've talked about the only wedding that anyone ever really gives a shit about, I reckon you should just blast through. I'll give you fucking 30 seconds to blast through the highlights of the rest of this fucking Neighbours episode that no one gives a shit about. Because you said at the beginning, nothing happened. There was a wedding, so don't care. The, or everything you said so far about it... Oh! Oh, he's gone. He's gone. We the anger has got... Oh, he's back! Episodes. The anger got the better of him for a second, but he came back Motherfucker! Again. <laughs> all right Wait, you I'm have to blast start doing then. this next to the router blast through yeah blast, blast it through. blast through all right so the robinson's house is chaos typical reading chaos then we go back to to maggie's house and there's chaos there as too. charlene's eating toast with all the fucking rollers in and the makeup on 
and then she gets gifted a garter. Uh, and then she goes to kiss someone and gets makeup all over their face and like, oh, what do you like? Uh, then it's then it cuts to the outside the church. Scott is outside with the lads, all these lads, lad mates from school. Uh, they're all just being really loud. But Scott's a bit worried that uh, that she's a bit late. He's like, oh, fucking hell, is she making her own dress or something? What's going on? <laughs> a bit late. Uh, and then, yeah, it cuts straight to the wedding. They're in the church. Scott does the dramatic turnaround, and then here comes Kylie Minogue. Suddenly, by Angry Anderson, kicks in. Did she come in arse first? <laughs> she came into Spinning Around by Kylie Minogue. That would have been cool. They should do a remix of the episode where they just put Kylie and what's-his-name songs on to shit. Carry on. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then it's like a bit of a montage. So suddenly he's playing and like you don't hear the vowels, but you see them sing them and then it cuts to like other cast members. Uh Des and Daphne. I mean, if you remember from last week, Daphne's now dead. Daphne was a stripper, but he's now dead. Uh Mrs. Mangles eyeing up Harold, like proper eyeing him up. Uh, didn't realize that was a thing. Paul and Gail are kind of looking at each other. Uh, so, you know, the, you know there's, there's hints of a romance there through their fake marriage. Uh, Kylie says, I will. I didn't realise I will was a thing. I thought it was I do. Uh, but yeah, the, the vicar, the father, the, the Viking, whoever it was, has the vows and she says, I will. We never hear Scott say them back. Uh, they just go straight to a Quite a passionate kiss, if I'm honest. There was definitely tongue involved. I think they were shagging at this point. In real life, what are your? I views thought you on, meant like in that moment. What are your <laughs> views on like the the wedding kiss? Because you obviously had to do one the other day. We were all like we threw up in our mouths, but we, we like we got it back down again. Like, what <laughs> did you you and Peyton discuss that beforehand? Were you like let's fucking go for it, or were you like oh? No, before before you like before you answer that, answer me this one: Did you have to stop yourself from kissing her several times during it? Uh, yeah. I, I just, I just felt like a couple of times you moved towards her for whatever reason, like like you're holding a hand, or also want to ask about when you were stood fist to fist. That was interesting. Don't know what that was about. Um, but I felt like a couple of times you kind of just moved towards her, maybe at the end of the vows and stuff. Because ordinarily, if you're just spending time with each other and you compliment each other, you go, "Oh, thanks for that little kiss." I felt like you moved towards her and went, "Oh shit, no, we need to do that at the end, not yet." Yeah, a little bit because I didn't know I didn't have the full running order of what was happening. We'd we'd seen Steve a couple of days before and he told we'd gone through like the kind of general, but mm. there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know was happening. Uh, <laughs> like, That's I risky. Know, I didn't know That's the meeting was happening. That that was a complete that I didn't know that was happening at all. Uh, so the horns, the mead, that was a complete surprise. Uh, wow. Yeah, quite a few of his speeches, like the bit about Lilo and Stitch was a complete surprise as well. Didn't realise about that and about family, that little speech he did about family and Ohana. Uh, yeah, there was a few bits in there that I didn't know what was happening at some point. So I'm like, is this the end bit? Is this where we... That's trusting someone else, that. I would That's not crazy. Do, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, but we trust him. We trust Fuck him. that. DTA. Nah, no it all worked out, though. It all worked out. I think we were definitely right to trust him. 
yeah so th there was this like oh, is this the, is this the end of it is this where we kiss is this where we do because i thought we were doing the ring sooner than we were doing as well uh i thought we were going to do the vows and then straight to the rings uh but that didn't happen either um uh, so yeah yeah i just wasn't sure what the, what was happening so that's kind of what i was like oh, oh well but that was fun it was fun for me as well and as well rather than just fun for you lot as well it was fun for me yeah fuck kylie and jason it's all about the jkpk Definitely. I think, I definitely think though, if we can all take one thing away from last weekend is that shots at a wedding should definitely just be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. The right kind of shot though. Yeah. It's got to be the right kind of shot. Not like cheap tequila. <laughs> tequila, Sambuca, <laughs> anything like that. No, it'd be fucking hanging. No, no Jaegers, none of that. But nope. a nice bit of alcohol, a nice bit of peaty scotch or a nice spiced rum or some nice honey, honey mead. Beautiful. Exactly what needs to be at a wedding. Um, uh, so sorry, I was powering through, wasn't I? And then got got distracted again. Uh, so that's I reckon it. you got there. Was that not the end of the wedding? Fucking hell! No, that was like halfway <laughs> through the episode. I thought that was the end. There is. No oh god! Show. Yeah, there's no. There's more. Oh. <laughs> we'll bring it back to his wedding again in a minute, Tim. Don't worry. Don't worry. So it's back at the Robinsons at this point. The wedding's happened. Uh, Harold's kicking off that there's no Harold's kicking off about the menu maybe Tim you could relate to that <laughs> kicking off that there's no vegetarian food at the wedding he asked, where the, to him. he asked where the a la carte buffet was you can't make a vegetarian argument in the mid 80s fucking hell wait yeah, 20 years dude I thought there was a trailblazer there I think the trailblazer what is wrong with you <laughs> he was a trailblazer <laughs> I've had a long weekend, all right. We all have. <laughs> we all have. I've had a, I've had a couple of silver tequilas before. Um. Uh, and then yeah, it just starts going into other plots. Then so Daphne comes up to Mrs. Mangle and thanks her for calling off the lawsuit. Uh, do you want to know what the lawsuit is? Because that's no, no, doesn't want to know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, Mrs. Mangle's like, well, you know, I've settled for a thousand quid out of court, and of course I'm going to drop the lawsuit. I think that's that's fairly uh, fairly reasonable. So Daphne's fusing a few minute des about that because he's paid Mrs. Mangle off. Uh, some some more shit about Gail's dad, who apparently owns the garage. At this point, uh, apparently he's just. Does anyone have a fucking clue who you're talking about at this point? Uh, no. Season three official of Neighbours. For anyone who's still keeping up with this bullshit is going to be back to season one's routine and we'll actually fucking go through some stuff with narratives. We're going to be randomly mentioning names. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> uh, then we cut to Madge crying in the kitchen uh, just because happy tears. Harold comes in and consoles her. Uh, Mrs. Mangle interrupts quite rudely because she wants a bit of Harold. Uh, and says, she interrupts and let them know that the telegrams are being read. Because that used to be a thing in the eighties. Like if you couldn't show up to a wedding, you'd read the tele, they'd send a telegram, and then someone. It's still a thing. Is that still a thing? It's not necessarily telegrams, but it's did they put a message? They put messages in from people who couldn't make it. Like they, they do a bit of that. It's usually like a best man or a bridesmaid who ring read shit out. There might be messages from people who couldn't make it, and then they usually like do a toast for people who are like can't be there for 
sad reasons or whatever. Because they did. Stuff like that. It's still a thing, I think. Not a non-traditional wedding, obviously, but... No. Do you think, no, you two could have just done that and got away with it. (laughs) (laughs) You could have just sent a WhatsApp to the group and gone, oh, sorry, I can't make it. Read this out. Have a wonderful day. Well, you say that now. (laughs) Uh, Then there's a mouse in the house. Uh, And then Dan Ramsey is trying to catch hold of this mouse and absolutely gropes Mrs. Mangle. So she turns around and fucking slaps him. Uh, and it all kicks off between the Ramses and the, the Robinsons. Uh, and then, like, Scott and Charlie are like, oh, welcome to the family. She's like, oh, fucking hell, welcome to this family. Fucking mental, all of them. And then we cut to Scott Scott and uh, Charlene in the bedroom. Good. No good. Good. Not good. They're on a single bed. Just cuddling. They're in his childhood room because uh, this is where they're staying now. Apparently, they're just gonna. I think they're just gonna do like head to toe on a. Did you notice any of the posters he had up on his wall? No, I didn't. Okay. They, they look all very eighties. So one of them was a poster for Porky's. Do you know what film Porky's is? I've never seen it, but I've heard of the film. It's a very raunchy, bawdy like comedy about high school guys trying to get their end away and it's got loads of tits in it. So I thought (laughs) it was quite interesting that they had that on just on a neighbour's bedroom wall at 5.35 or half past one whenever it was on. It just caught my eye. Well, we'll we'll get our thoughts from Tim shortly, I'm sure. I don't know if we, we need him. Should we just, <laughs> pretend, should we just pretend he gave those the hearts? That was a good one, that, Tim. Look at that, Tim, yeah. Fuck's sake. You're so funny, Tim. <laughs> that was his best, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like the 80s version of American Pop. Yeah. yeah that's okay. what it's like. Uh, yeah, and then people start coming into the bedroom. Paul Robinson offers to, to go get the, the suitcases and... Uh, I think uh, Scott's sister comes in and says, oh, I'm going to miss you. So oh, I'm just living next door now. It's not far. Literally next door. Uh, and then the whole street comes out to see him off. They're in a car. And it says, like, just married, he, he, or something like that on the back. I think Paul Robinson's a bit... He's a bit of a prankster in these days, isn't he? He's not quite the evil Mr Burns businessman that he becomes later on in life. Uh, and they've got all the cans at the back and stuff. And... Uh, yeah, they start driving off, and then Madge is like, Charlene, you forgot the bouquet. So she just fucking launches it out of the car, uh, and Mrs. Mangle catches it. And that's the end of the episode. That's it done. Oh, no fuck for that. <laughs> I can't tell if he's gone or if he's just frozen again, though. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, considering it was like, like we, like we were saying, like, oh fuck me, this is proper iconic. This is a massive episode. <laughs> Fucking dog shit. It was worse than the Imagine Harold one. It was a shit episode. The reason why I, I guess in why it's iconic is because everyone really took to Kylie and Jason, didn't they? And it was like them getting it together. It wasn't necessarily that that was a, a great episode or great TV. It was just the fact that people had probably watched them for about five hundred episodes and wanted them to get together. And then because they were like the nation's sweethearts, then seeing it was probably a pretty think, big deal. I think that'll happen with one of us on the podcast. After about 500 episodes, people will just be rooting for us to get together. I, uh, 
I was going to say, you're probably already, with some of your comments, you're already a, the nation's sweetheart. So you're probably, <laughs> you're probably halfway there. It's a classic love triangle. I'm basically Bridget Jones, Tim, Sue Grant. You're Colin, <laughs> you're Colin Firth, Adam. There we go. I don't know how that ends. To be honest, I don't. I don't know. You're Hugh Grant. Really, really gay is how it ends. You're, you're Hugh Grant because you're a bit posh, Tim. That's why. <laughs> So's Colin Firth. The both posh guns. Get out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's it. That's that's the end of the, the second wedding special. Can't believe we, we managed to get two episodes out of there. I think we did pretty well to get two episodes out of that, you know. I think we did as well. I think you've done pretty well to get two weddings out of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it was a good job there was a wedding going on at the same time as well. Uh, but yeah, Otherwise, we really should have had nothing to talk about. I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have done <laughs> wedding specials if you weren't getting married, you fucking bell end. That's where the idea <laughs> came from. We didn't just go, oh, should we do some wedding specials? <laughs> what have you got in store for season three then? What can our listeners and Patreons and all our uh, fan base, what do the Neighbours universe expect from season three? Well, as I think, I think Tim alluded to before, coherent, well, it's neighbor, so we're not 100 sure, but coherent storylines that will follow on from each other. Uh, do you want to know where we're starting? Yeah, no, uh, episode 3558. Uh, we're gonna watch that one, we're gonna watch 59, and we're gonna watch 60 as well. Uh, and yeah, we've got a nice little run of episodes coming out now. Uh, so we'll have some coherent storylines again. We're not too far from where we left it, we're about 50 60 episodes from where we last were. So we'll still know some of the characters. We'll still understand some of the background going on. But I imagine there'll be quite a few more newbies in the mix as well. Uh, Did you want me to do any sort of research beforehand or we just go into it blind? This first one, I'd rather just go in, see where we're at. It's like we've been dropped back down in Ramsey Street again. I want to see what's what's popping. Yeah, we will see what is popping in season three of the Neighbourhood Rewatch. and on that note, I want to say thank you to Adam and thank you for Tim uh, for being at the wedding, uh, for being at the wedding specials of this podcast. Uh, thank you for not drinking too much on either of those occasions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wankered now. I don't know about you. Yeah, well, it's your fault for having a quadruple vodka, isn't it? It's got to be done. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you the other night. I was so I meant I meant to make Shit, it. I thought sorry everyone. I thought we were at the end, but he's got another <laughs> fucking story. I'm so sorry to everyone who's just winding it up. Maybe you timed that well, like you were just pulling up at your house, you were listening to it at the car, and you thought I've timed this. How good a feeling is that when that song finishes just as you pull up at your house? That's a fucking good feeling. And it almost happened there with the neighborhood rewatch, but no, he's got another fucking story. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> No, I, I always imagine when people finish listening to this podcast, it's me just about to say something like, oh, just fucking shut up, jeez. <laughs> well, he definitely fucking done it this time. <laughs> I'll have a look at the stats and see if people do actually last to the very end of the episode or not. Because I imagine with about five minutes to go, they go, oh, it's fucking hell. Just, I've had enough now. What were you going to say? Um, I just wanted to say that we've watched some good neighbours. 
and you've been good friends. And where's this other fucking story you started? Oh, I'm not telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you. Maybe I'll tell you in season three. <laughs>